It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. Morning after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment. As Morning After continues to not take over the world, the buzz has been non-existent, the show has been critically crapped on, and the show, I'll tell you, most of management doesn't even know is on. So now that we have you here, and you've been guzzling down all the programming all week long, you're a little hungover on this early morning. It's all true, but I'll tell you what, I got the perfect cure, Eddie Erickson. It's not more cowbell, it's more clips, and that's what we got. We got you covered this this hour, we're going to recap all the happenings in the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So you let me, America's biggest morning after regret, and the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, and no, guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. And yeah, we got Eddie Erickson, producer yes. of Mad Dog Unleashed, as <laughs> always, and Alex Hardy, the producer of JT the Brick. You guys are my quote-unquote friends for the hour. I mean, Eddie is a true friend. Only one's available. Alex Hardy. Only one's available, yeah, right? Alex Hardy. <laughs> I think Alex Hardy one day could be a friend. One day. Are you there yet, Alex? I feel I've done my part. I feel like when I get that third, first impression with you, Babs, it's really going to sell us over. <laughs> yeah, a few other times I met Alex on it each time I forgot. And yeah, he thought, hey, great guy? to meet you. We hung out for three days on a cruise. I mean, how do you not remember? Hey, great to meet you I for totally the first forgot. time. Okay. It was great catching up with you here for the first time. We'll talk to you soon. This is the Toryism. That'll be much bigger. Yeah. No, it's good to get the Toryism out of the way early on. I'll tell you, Tory's pumped up, as is many of the hosts here at Mad Dog Sports Radio, because as sports always was here, the games are back, right? The games are back. Baseball is back. Mad Dog Chris Russo, he's got to be excited for it, I think. But Mad Dog was reacting live on Mad Dog Unleashed, and... If Mad Dog's going to react to breaking news, I'm sure it's so smooth. It's something that we obviously have to hear again. So here's Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed getting the news that Major League Baseball has officially expanded the playoffs. That's right. We're going to have 16 teams instead of 10 as we start up this 60-game season. Take it away, Russo. Sounds like the union has agreed for the expanded postseason. Uh, I thought maybe 14. I didn't realize Heyman's report yesterday. John had it right. 16. Teams now will make the postseason. So that's an extra three in each league. Now that's only for this year. So I'm assuming they're going to do what they thought, what they what they were planning on doing down the road. First team in each each league gets a bye, and then you have you know uh, then you have a little playoff. uh, You know, with the two will play seven, whatever it is. I forget how it was. Three, six, four, five. Uh, I forget how they were going to break it down. But I know the divisional, the best record in each league gets a buy in the divisional series. Everybody else plays the best of three. I I think that is what Marley Rivera is uh, reporting that on ESPN. So we'll stick with that right now. It sounds like the union only for this year. It's a good idea. Add some money. That will help the players in the long run. There it is. I mean, now we know all the information. I mean, he nailed that one. 
<laughs> we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, what? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and Marley Rivera reporting. So, I mean, now we know. Clearly, the one team takes on the 16 team or the 15 team or the 14 team. And the two team, obviously, they're going to have a bye. They're going to take on the three or the six or the seven or the eight. Now we understand the playoff <laughs> format for Major League Baseball. Is, amazingly, he didn't get any of that right. The first round of the playoffs will be four three-game series in each league with all the games played at the higher seeds home stadium. But there are no fans. So is that really home field advantage? Uh, no. That's so baseball, though. You're starting a season up. You got a 60-game season. And the night before, you make a call, and you're like, hey, you want to expand hey, the playoffs? Do you, think? do you think we should extend hey, this? Yeah. yeah, it's majorly Manfred calls up. Tony Clyde, what are you doing? I'm just sitting here eating dinner. Hey, I'm, I'm eating dinner, too. What you doing? I've got a veal chop. I never do the veal. <laughs> I'm doing chicken. Hey, you want to expand the playoffs? Yeah, why not? A little late. <laughs> what took so long? Why didn't they move along with this process as opposed to doing it the night before it doesn't make a lot of sense but dog's gonna get into baseball right eddie erickson i mean this is his sport i'm not sure i mean he's being paid by two different places one of them specifically as the face of the major league baseball network so you'd mm. think he'd get into it but i I, face. I i still think he's having a little bit of a, a problem but i thought really the most impressive part of that clip he actually credited the person who broke the story, Mario Rivera yeah. from ESPN. That is yeah. the that's the news of that clip. Not once in his entire career has he ever credited anyone. Not because he wants to take the credit, because he just it's not something he does. He actually gave two people credit, right? Didn't he say John Heyman too? He did. Extra, wow. extra. So, he, so in one minute, he credited two people. Did you give him that information? I did. So you slipped in Marley Rivera. Well, I gave I gave him that when he screwed up the playoff format. He's like, I thought. I thought it was 14. I go, no, Chris. Uh, John reported yesterday 16. Oh, he didn't believe it. He didn't believe it. <laughs> He's not great with the numbers. I don't believe him. Believe him. <laughs> and it is the right decision. Hardy, are you a baseball guy? Are you, like, all jazzed up for the start of the Major League Baseball season? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, hey, great. great. We got the right people on this channel. <laughs> Does anybody like sports? I like baseball. <laughs> well, you know what? Steve Torrey does love baseball. And Danny Cannell, I guess he likes it. At least he fakes it as Torrey is going on and on and on about baseball. You know, <laughs> Canell seems to pretend to be into it. So, of course, Steve Torrey, all excited. Yankees fan, loves baseball. I'm sure this is going to be one of these positive takes where he just can't wait for the sport. Oh, I no. want to <laughs> so badly to kind of be like, you know what, it's just, it's baseball. It's back. You know, I, I feel comfortable oh, with no. it. Doesn't matter that there's no, not 45,000 no. people oh, in the background. Doesn't matter that we have music, oh, we don't have music oh, no. blasting oh, and the no. organ moving along and, you know, the oh, crowd no. getting involved. Involved, but oh boy, it, you know, you know, yes, they piped in some Plates, some crowd noise taps. for effect. But it was just really hard to kind of throw myself into it. Now, oh, look, am I saying oh, no. that I'm not going to watch my Yankees? <laughs> of course I am. It's going oh, to, it's it, it, it's back. Oh, I got to watch it. I'm going to pay attention Steve. to it. But I, you know, I'm sitting there watching these exhibition games, and I'm seeing pitchers uh, come uh, to a stretch, and in the reap, background, there's twenty thousand empty seats. <laughs> right? Know, it's just it's really hard oh, to no. get used to. I actually did like the crowd noise. At least it felt normal. Like okay, but it's just you can't help but notice there's nobody there cheering. I thought it was kind of cool, but that was like a one-off. I don't know if it, I, I can't. It's not going to be something I get used to. I think it's going to be weird. It's cool, and guys. I think it's just it's going to be different. It's going to be different this year, and I think we're going to look back on this and hopefully one year. But you know, if it takes three years, five years, and you look back and say, "Remember what a weird time that was when you had to oh, play no. with no fans five, in the stands, geez. and you know players My had to gosh. sit up in the bleachers." And hopefully that's the way we look at it. But it is definitely different.
as the months roll on, Tori's negativism, and I believe that's a word, has weighed on Danny Cannell. Now we have five years without any fans, man. But can't you just be pumped up? Yeah, all right, it's a little weird. You're right about that. But, I mean, that's what you got Tori for. If Tori, the baseball guy, isn't going to embrace it, then who is? So you got Tori who, like we said before, needs to star in the next Final Destination. Because if he shows up next to you, you're going to die. Yeah, what are we, Final <laughs> Destination 6? I think so. Steve years? The Steve Torrey story. Oh, I wanted to be happy about baseball, but now I'm not. Oh, my God, a bus is about to hit me. (laughs) And if you push him out of the way, it'll it'll find him. It will find him. Now to another guy in this channel on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Heard weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. Adam Shine. And he's always just on the level, not over the top. I mean, he's not going to put out any type Very of, grounded. like, you know, yeah, fake passion, you know, nothing like that. It's just going to be a straight, just regular take. So here's Adam Shine just keeping it cool and calm and collective. Let's go. I don't know about you guys. I couldn't sleep last night. I, I was tossing. I was sleep. turning. I was dreaming. <laughs> a girl, I was dreaming of Garrett Cole appearing in a Yankee uniform <laughs> after signing starts. that monster contract, $24 million sleep. in the offseason. Oh I mean, God. it sounds like, it feels like, Cole is all sorts of amped. We've been waiting as Yankees fans to unwrap this present for a while now. Cole versus Scherzer. Oh, man, that is, I mean, if you love sports, if you love baseball, if you Uh, love great pitching, that is uh, as amazing as it gets to start the season. The fact that we have baseball tonight. The fact that we have the Garrett Cole New York Yankees debut. The fact that we have Scherzer Cole. The fact that we get to see Scherzer, Cole, Clayton Kershaw all pitch in a real baseball game tonight. We did it. It has been a long four months without sports. We've missed it. You've missed it. I've missed it. We've all missed missed the sense of normalcy, the sense of competition, the highs, the lows. (laughs) Guys, it's back. It is back. Baseball, sports, you gotta love sports. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, he didn't go to sleep. He hasn't slept. He was tossing and turning. He's an adult with mortgages and stuff, right? I mean, kids, and he can't sleep. He slept like a baby. Like a it's baby. Like, oh, oh, toss it. Oh, I mean, why does he have to stop making up? I mean, what? He was sleeping great. Oh, he fell asleep fine. What a picture he painted, too. Can't you see Adam just tossing and turning, his wife getting irritated? Get out of it. What's wrong? What's, what's wrong with you? I'm into baseball, baby. I can't sleep. I mean, I'm dreaming about Lindsey Palis. He's dreaming about Garrett Cole. I mean, it's just odd. It's just a little weird Mike, there. I, I've but... lost 2500 on a hockey game. I slept like a baby. He slept. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> he slept. <laughs> exactly. We put real money on these games. He doesn't. He does not. You know what's great? As we're working from home, you could at any point, like, check the phone software <laughs> and see what's going on on the show. And, like, Adam Shine, oh, even amazing. as he talks to Bob Stew. <laughs> We'll talk as Adam Shine. It's like, hell yeah, Bob Stu. Someone call the fire department because this show is smoking. <laughs> he typed that. He's going, he typed you, that. Love the energy. I have the chills. Perfect show. We laughed. We cried. We yearned. We burned. What is going on with this guy? 
you can't be making no. this up, Babs, because there's no <laughs> way you would actually know how to give positive feedback for, for a radio show. No, no, no. Do I do that with you guys? Hey, great energy. Perfect segment. No, because we suck. <laughs> it can't be a perfect show. Give me 10 oh, more push-ups. Call the firehouse, though. It's smoking. Oh, my God. Bam. And you worked Shine this week, Eddie Erickson, as they moved you around. You're Luis Soho on this channel. They put you wherever they need to. You're the utility guy. And I just love it. I'm sure the calls were outstanding, simply phenomenal, and white hot, right? White hot. They were white hot from 12 to 1. Amazing. From 12 to 1, the show starts at 10. (laughs) Fascinating. All right, so uh, how about JT? Now, you know, he uh, takes a different approach. As He thinks Major League Baseball is a complete and utter mess and is actually in a little bit of trouble here before opening night, which we had, of course, on Thursday night. So here's JT the Brick. Brick at night, weeknights, 11 p.m. Eastern time right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Baseball is the sport in our country that has the longest and deepest history. And... We could have three seasons in a row with asterisks. This year's definitely an asterisk. You had the Astros, the sign-stealing scandal, total asterisks, total cheaters, complete cheaters. And then the Red Sox were involved in a sign-stealing scandal. No debate. They lost their manager for that. You can have three years in a row in the great history of the sport. We had some pretty big scandals. That's why I'm not taking these 60 games very seriously. I love baseball. I wore a Yankee mask into the studio tonight. I mean, I love baseball as much as anybody, He's but I got to call it the way yeah. I see it. And if oh I if I see something that isn't legitimate, I got to let you know about it. I can still That's enjoy it. it, but Rob Manford screwed this up. Oh, no debate. No. Here we go. I mean, Everyone's this is on Manford. Well, the Blue Jays well, don't have a place to play. I'm talking. Period. Wow. Home. They can't invite people there. How many months did we need to give Manford the blueprint? Did they, did he need me to go to Kinko's? I could have gone to Kinko's. You could have <laughs> took a two-minute audio thread of me ripping them. still in business. A month ago I was saying this, wasn't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Are you Kinko's kidding staple. me? Canada is looking at us here in Kinko's. the States like we're whacked. We're nuts. Paper. You know they have televisions in Canada, whacked. right? They see our COVID numbers here in the States, and Canada's like, hell no. Canada laughs they at don't. us? How dare they, America's dare hat? They. And they don't whack it? I mean, they don't whack it up there? What are they doing, huh? They should take care of themselves. That's totally healthy to whack. Can we? Alex Hardy, I like this JT. I like the, out of nowhere, the Burrano Blue Jays. I mean, that, like, anger that pops out of nowhere is pretty impressive. I got to use that. He's got a laundry list of items that really tick him off from how Rob Manfred's handled this position. Obviously, you've got... Uh, three series now with an asterisk on there where I think everybody else in the country would say, not at all, zero asterisks anyway. And then I, I, I need to hear the part again where he goes to Kinko's. Now we're not and- replaying clips. No, we don't need to hear that again. <laughs> What's this enough? What, I didn't, what, what about? I didn't get was that he – well, yeah, Why live. Kinko's though? I heard this live yeah. and he said, I'm going to go to Kinko's and then give them an audio file. What, that, what, right. what is he doing? Doesn't Kinko's copy papers? Is he's taking his audio file and putting in a transcript, and then we're going to print it out to the world and put it up on, like, lampposts? I, what do we do? Why Kinko's? Can I frame Why Kinko's a JT help? take by my nightside table? Can I put it next to the bed and look at it before I go to bed? Because unlike Apparently Adam Shine, I'm not tossing and turning. I just need encouraging words 
from JT the Brick before I go to sleep. He's headed to Kinko's with an audio file. Look out! Here comes JT with the audio! He's like holding the boombox. He's John Cusack. He's holding it in front of Kinko's with his Toronto Blue Jays! Why, why Kinko's? Well, you know, speaking of asterisks and stuff, Patrick Mawa on the rap weeknights, 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on Channel 82. He was all about the asterisks, and I think I said that word correctly, but I'm not sure. Hit it, Patrick. The constant conversation about the validity of these championships to me is so futile, and you're living in history. You're living in the record books. You're living in movies. Blink-182, their next single is called Quarantine. I didn't make that up. The movies and documentaries true? for decades and decades and decades to come on this specific time and point in history is going to be insane. The books written are going to be thousands upon thousands of books. This little point in history that you're living one. will always be discussed. You just got forced. And by the way, it's not over. You were forced. Stay in your house for four straight months and don't come out because there's a virus floating through the air. That is just killing people. Now, I think I might have offended people because some people just don't believe in it. I'm not trying to get into the political point of this. I'm just trying to tell you that you are oh living boy. history. <laughs> You're living in a, in a time that oh, is going to be documented for years to come. The little sports <laughs> championships history. and the asterisk that you have to put next to them is completely irrelevant. <laughs> On the grander scale of what That's I just true. told you. Those footnotes made about sports are going to be just that in a 60 game season, this crazy roller coaster in baseball and in the bubble four months in between. And then LeBron, you know, that's just going to be part of the footnote underneath. Holy crap. Do you realize what happened in 2020? What? <laughs> All right. There's the history there. I mean, I mean, look, yeah, this period of time will always be remembered. You're right about that. But I, I hope. That in 10, 20 years, I'm not still talking like, hey, remember that time we had a 60-game season? Remember that time we had the NBA bubble? I hope I got other things to think about at that time. Let me ask you a question. Will you ever in your lifetime read a book about something you personally lived through? No, I won't read a book (laughs) something that I didn't live through. I I don't read. I just don't read and... And I, what about I the movie? In life. Who's going to make the movie about COVID? I'm not going to watch that. Because I, I lived it. And then I'm going to remember that I had to be in a house for four or five months with these kids oh, and homeschool and everything. And reading-wise, it's over. There is no reading in the summer. I don't know what some kids are still doing. They're still trying to read. No reading in this summer. So stop it right there, right? I don't care about anything. The education is paused, at least in this house, until September. Excellent. So hopefully That's... hopefully a teacher shows up. There's <laughs> education. We're done. In fact, I got other things going on. I got my son, Joey Babchik, who's nine. I got him in a summer baseball league. So they're playing some baseball. You got to keep it safe. There's a safety officer running around making sure you put your mask on. So it's different, but he is playing ball. And we talked about a little something that happened during my uh, son's baseball game on Morning Men with oh. Evan and Babs. Oh, That's right, Evan Cohen, Mike Babchik. That's right, weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time. So we got this baseball game. When I got there to the game, of course, you know, it's a 6 o'clock game, so I arrive at 6.08. I'm sure that happens with all the players. Um, it took a while to get out of the house, and, you know, we were in the pool. You, it was you hot showed and up late for your son's game with your son, or was he already there? <laughs> yeah. No, with my son. No. <laughs> That's I'm sure right. that happens. No, no That's kidding. Right. I, it took forever to get We lost track of time. We were in the pool. Then he had to eat some pasta. You got to eat. 6 o'clock is tough. Like, when do you eat dinner? 
So, you know, he wants he's going to eat first, which I think is the right yeah. decision. Oh. I couldn't do that. I was going to eat after. So that was a big debate. And then it took him forever to get changed. So, yeah, so we were late. I'm sure Aaron Judge, same thing happens to him all the time. Comes in the middle of the first inning. <laughs> so he missed the top of the inning, which is the field. No big deal. And they let him and play? Of course. What is this, Tom oh, Coughlin? I wouldn't have. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, you would have. Then the I parents would have been so late. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're the parent. Did you call the coach in advance? They were running late? No. Well, it's, uh, it's, he's no way a, he's a nine-year-old. If I know that the kid has a means to get are? there, which he does, and he shows up late, he's got to understand that you can't get away with that oh in life. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> the kid is nine years old. He would have been I crying. You want to let the kid play? That's your problem. This is not the New York Yankees. I understand that. But how is that a good message? To You're eight minutes you late. You win man. or you learn. Simple as that. Wow. All right, so there it is on Morning Man. I mean, I got destroyed, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, it was amazing. We put up a poll question: you know, should Joey Babchik have played that game, or should he have been benched? Sixty-five percent, seventy percent agreed with Evan. So a lot of people are on board with Evan with the hey, you got to teach a life lesson early on. And the sin of the father is the sin of the son. So, Eddie Erickson, you play a lot of ball. I mean, Mad Dog Chris Russo likes to destroy you all the time for, you know, caring so about your does. kids. And, so uh, and, and, and actually having yeah. an interest in their life and athle- athletics Listen, and stuff like involved. that. You're too involved. You're too involved. It's too much. It's too much it's parenting too much. and being there. <laughs> Enough of being there. So, how do you take this? Did I do the wrong? I mean, obviously, I did the wrong thing, but it wasn't my fault. I was ready, Eddie. He was not. The kid wasn't. You, you did the the wrong thing, Mike. Let me give you a couple words of advice. Be the parent. You are the parent, okay? Get your kid ready. Get his water. Get his cleats. Get his bat, his glove, his bag, his helmet. Have all his stuff together and let's go. Please. But I did try. Sorry, try you got harder. a six o'clock game. How? <laughs> he lost his mask. Mommy didn't want me to go. We got a great pool going on. It was a great pool day. And then Alex Hardy, this is the big question. Okay. You got a six o'clock game. When do you eat dinner? Are you eating dinner at five or are you eating dinner at eight? I'd leave five o'clock. I think the money time is 515 because you let that settle, uh, lap around the bases. You vomit if you need to. And then you're ready to go. I don't know. <laughs> See, so it could be you... Bill Russell. You have no idea. I'm telling it's impossible. They need to change the time of the game so I can figure out when to do the dinner. But when we did finally get there, I mean, he had some great moments. Yeah. Um, he had a Thrilling. he had a great at bat where he got hit in the head and didn't realize he got hit, so that was concerning. Then he ran to first base. <laughs> <laughs> that was concerning. He had a concussion and then, at the plate. I think so. And then he had a great play, grounder to third base. All right, my boy, he's Alex Rodriguez out there with a nice little pickup. He throws it on a dart over to first base. I mean, easy out. But the first baseman ran into the outfield for whatever reason. I don't know why. First baseman just whoop. But Joey still threw that ball, and I rewarded him for with the milkshake. Hey, he made a play. Father of the year. So he got a nice milkshake. Somewhere. No, seriously. Yeah, way to bury the from lead. McDonald's. What, what kind of milkshake? It was McDonald's. He got the milkshake from McDonald's, a large. One of the more. Because under- I thought he deserved By it. By the way, one of the more underrated milkshakes out there. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, ice cream at McDonald's is unreal. It's great. It might be their best thing. The ice cream might be their best thing. You get a cheap cone. That's where I go all the time. So, yeah, I had a milkshake. But I'll tell you, the biggest mistake, I do regret something. You're right. The biggest mistake of that whole thing, you know, Joey and showing up late. I went to Boston Market after I got that milkshake, and I got the ribs. Like, what, what am I doing? Just stick with the chicken. Ribs? Why do you go to Boston Market? Boston Market is famous for the Carver sandwich. You stick to the chicken at Boston Market. Why are you getting ribs from Boston Market? 
<laughs> no, they're famous for their chicken, not the sandwich. But it's you're right. I, you're right. I've been regretting it ever since. I don't know the why. Same, I was the same going guy ribs. that gets prime rib from a diner. No, why that wasn't a get... diner. No, wait a minute. I got prime rib with you in Minnesota at a bar. Now that was a bad pitch. You got nachos. It was a, it was a fancy diner. It was a it was an upscale diner. All right. Right. But still, you got like wings or nachos, and I'm yeah, getting prime food. rib. Uh, I got prime rib, and then, hey, don't ever forget that one time I went to uh, my local diner, and I ordered a uh, roast duck dinner a l'orange at a diner. <laughs> you know, those nights I couldn't sleep, also because sports was returning. I just couldn't sleep. I think it had a feather on it. It was horrible, but Boston Market, what's your go-to? What are your two sides that you're going to get with that chicken? I'm a potato guy, man. More carbs. I go sweet potatoes, regular potatoes. That's it. Extra uh, gravy double- on the regular right. potatoes. Double and obviously and the cornbread. I dump my cornbread in it. Oh yeah, that's that's good. All right, double potatoes. I went with sweet potatoes, but then added cream spinach. So I was like, "Can you split it in that one little container? Give me two sides on that one side." You, like really? You're yeah. a night, you're a nightmare, man. I, I'm the worst. Nightmare. Just stick to the menu. Stick I know. To the well, simple stuff. Yeah. I just split it into two, and then I did half corn, half mashed potatoes on my other. So little you got four one. sides crammed into two containers. Exactly. <laughs> And you think I'm doing this stuff wrong? No, I'm doing this stuff right. Always a problem. Always a problem. A lot more to come on Mike Patrick's Morning After here as we recap the best stories of the week, including Mad Dog Chris Russo. Is he excited for sports or not? And Danny Cannell takes it deep. That's all coming up on Mike Babchick's Morning After. The Ock and Barack Show. Mr. Roy Jones Jr. and Iron Mike Tyson are going to get it on. It seems like this is going to be a big, big fight, even though these guys are in their 40s and 50s. Also, these guys probably had the biggest egos in boxing. Hands down. Those egos will come into play at some point throughout that exhibition. Now, are these guys mature enough to control themselves? That's the question that needs to be answered. They're going to have to answer it that night. The Ock and Barack show weekdays from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern only on Sirius XM Fight Nation channel 156. The games are back. Baseball's back as we got ourselves some games and Thursday night there was the Yankees and the Nationals with Fauci throwing out that first pitch. What was that? <laughs> Doctors are not athletes. Neither are radio guys. Why bother? <laughs> right? Why even bother? Just, Just roll it. it. Why even Just... try? He's a doctor. I mean, so I get it. Alright, so maybe he didn't throw a lot of baseballs. Was he 80? You think it's the age thing? I think it's like he was a nerd That's the and education he became thing. really smart. He, yeah, I think it's a smart thing, Alex. Now, speaking of 80, uh, Mad Dog Chris Russo, who only wants guests over the age of 80, uh, <laughs> this week he was, I know, he was demo. so excited. That, that's the demo there, Eddie. We got to keep going at 80 to death. But Mad Dog Chris Russo, he's so positive and he's so excited for sports. I mean, he's ready to, like, run through a wall. He can't wait to get into sports, especially in the summer. Take it away. Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Channel 82. I'm going to have to get myself reacquainted to sports a lot and probably quicker than I thought I would. And I am not in a sports mode. Sometimes when you watch sports every day, you almost sometimes occasionally do it out of obligation. All I have to, so I'll watch it. Hmm. Do I really want to? No, but I'm I'm, what am I going to do? I'm on here tomorrow. I got to type. All right, I got to watch it. Uh, There is, there are days that any that any good host, I'm sure. Tori has those days. Canel has those days. You know, I'm sure. uh, Sure. You know, Babchick doesn't watch sports. He doesn't count. But I mean, you get the idea. There are days like that for everybody. And I have been out of that mode now, really, since March 10th. And I was depressed that day. But since then, it's been, you know, essentially, that's March 11th, April 11th, May 11th, June 11th. 
me about four and a half months without really paying any attention to sports. Fun, yeah. And I'm going to have to get focused in on it again. And I, part of me is not looking forward to it. And, you know, maybe well, it will take a night or two, uh, a big game <laughs> or a moment. I'm sure betting will help. I'll find something to do there, too. But right now, I'm sort of oh, in that yeah. mode where, you know, a little more haphazard, where I don't want to feel obligated to sit in front of a TV set every single night watching a sporting event, especially in the middle yeah, of the summertime. You know, it's, it, I mean, will I sit there at 7 o'clock in an empty stadium, Max Scherzer and, uh, you know, Garrett Cole pitching both probably about four you innings. Yeah, you won't uh, will be I there. be no wrapped up? Where to go? Someone Here we go. That. Baseball, 60 games. Let's go. Uh, will I be wrapped up in it? I'm going to have to be. I'm going to have yeah. to find that light bulb. Be interesting. I'm going to have to find that, uh, the, you know, uh, the ignition key. <laughs> find it. I'm going to have to do it. But, you know, part of me has enjoyed the fact that uh, I've sat there and done nothing but watch rock and roll documentaries recently. Well, I read about 15 books. You know, go to bed 10 o'clock at night, 1030 for a change. You know what? I'm not up at 1 o'clock like in the morning. You know, trying to keep my eyes open where the Jaguars are playing the Texans on morning. Thursday night football. And I got to watch Buck and Aikman because Fat Rob in Rapid City put $100 on the over. And I got to cover him because his company's broke, and I got to pay for it if he doesn't win. Wow, we learned a lot there personally about the Father Rob, who he just destroyed, and his company's going broke. I feel bad for him. He's out of business. He's broke. Oh, my God. I mean, we learned so much right there. (laughs) He just buried him. But does Doug realize, first of all, you can't enter the ballpark, so you're not going to be sitting there, that you don't have to watch all 60 games all at once. No. Because he he makes it sound like he does. It's one long night. It's just one game, you know, it's like one game at a time, right? So, hey, I think he thinks he's got to watch 60 games all together. What was it, Clockwork Orange? With the, uh, keeping the, the eyes, eyes open? Toothpicks in the eyes. Tooth, toothpick go. in the eyes. The but he's got to find the light bulb, not turn it on. And the ignition. He's got to find it. And the ignition key, again, the ignition key. <laughs> so, will dog find the light bulb? But I love the dog. He's got to get reacquainted to sports. Hello, sports. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Everything good with you? Good to hear, sports. Let's talk a little bit. Let's have a little a wine. Let's have a date. Sports. Good to see you. Hello there. I mean, isn't that great? Eddie Erickson, this guy makes millions. Don't you think he should be forced to care? Forced to care? He should care. <laughs> right. He's exactly. Yeah. It's made of rich. Listen, it's made of rich. The first and the 15th, baby. That's all the motivation you need. The first and the 15th. When you see those checks roll in and you see that number in that bank account go up, you gotta care. You gotta love sports. Come on. All of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden. You think he even notices? It's not like, a, oh, it's the first of the month, and I'm getting my direct deposit. No. He has no idea no when idea. he gets paid. He held back, He's got he no held, clue. This is a guy that held back five Major League Baseball checks so he could, I don't know, he wanted to do something with his taxes. Come on, he doesn't even notice. What? <laughs> Tell me more about that story. That sounded almost illegal. It was bad. That sounded like, exciting. No, it wasn't illegal. It was just, uh, you know, it was creative accounting. <laughs> but does that piss you off as you're yes! sitting there in your house with the air conditioner that, you know, goes in and out as you take your little computer to the bathroom when you have your, no you know, pool. too much chicken yeah, salad? Yeah, pisses me off. No pool. And you got this guy, oh, I guess I'll get into it. Yeah, man, they're paying you $3 million. Please, get into it for the love of God, please. Just get into it. But I can't wait for the commercial. Like, you know, we got to have a Mad Dog Sports Radio commercial with all the hosts saying, hey, I'm ready for sports. And let's do sports. I can't wait. And dogs like, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll give I'll it a shot. <laughs> I suppose I could try. Yeah. Mad dog, sports radio, sports back. <laughs>
Oh, it's going to be so exciting. So exciting. You know, yeah. I know he's not a pump for the NBA because he feels like it's it's the summer. So since he normally doesn't watch the NBA in the summer, he can't get into it. it. Can't. Which, right, like, right. When, I fir- when I first heard him say that, I was like, that's the dumbest things that I've ever heard. And now that. you're living it. Maybe he's <laughs> right, man. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to watch I'm NBA basketball in the pool. You don't want to get out of the pool to watch NBA basketball, do you? No, you take the TV outside. You still bet on it. But the NBA bubble does look cool. And we talked about just that this week on Morning Men with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchik weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time. The NBA bubble <laughs> seems amazing. Everybody would dream of being in this bubble. Compared to what we're all doing right now, they have created the safest place in the world right now that is insane amounts of fun. I mean, if I'm an NFL player, a baseball player, a hockey player, I am so jealous. This seems like so much freaking fun, Babs. I got to be honest with you. This is adult summer camp with booze. We all loved who didn't like camp. We all love camp. But there aren't any ladies around. That, that, That could be a problem. But how would that impact you? Just out of curiosity. If I was an NBA player, though, me, oh, my God, this could be the greatest thing ever. But an NBA player wants to complain. Me, this is my everyday life, but I don't know, with activities? (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) Activities and meals. Oh, and drinking. I would love this thing right now. Awesome. That's the problem is that there's no sex. And that's a big one. But other than that, it looks like they're having so much fun. In fact, they're doing things like during practice, they're playing spike ball. Is that allowed in a normal practice? And then you got everyone else just chugging beers. If this was back in the day, this was last year, before the playoffs, if we saw video of these players shotgunning Michelob Ultras and playing spike ball and playing Monopoly, when we go, what the hell are these guys doing? Looks like the greatest day ever. Right, but since it's the NBA bubble, we're almost okay with it. Right, Alex Hardy? They planned all these activities for the NBA players, and what boggles my mind is when they bring in a DJ to do these live sets, when you go to the club, do you just want to see other dudes on the dance floor there with you? (laughs) It's like the most miscalculated activity they could do for these guys. And there's like a lot they can do, but why would you bring in a DJ and have a club with just 50 dudes from the NBA all next to each other? That's a great point. I mean, like, that's the one activity. Yeah, right. You want to set up a sporting thing. All right. All right. That makes sense. They're all competitive. I understand that. But you're right. You got the DJ and you're, like, replicating the club scene. Well, then you're going to need some girls. So that's going to bother some people. Yeah, this is also too. Hey, Mike, let me ask you a question. So PJ Tucker, yeah. he brought in a lot of sneakers. I think he could change a pair a day. What right, would right. be the well, one like thing some... you dragged in there? Now, it can't be alive. All right, so I can't bring in Alexis, Texas. Exactly. All right. um, first of all, you need your phone, right? Obviously. Then you, can look at, you can look at porn on your phone, so that's obvious. Yeah, you bring the rubber woman. I mean, that's what you bring. <laughs> you bring the real doll. But then, watch, I'll get in trouble. It'll go public, like, you know, because they have, they have a tip line where they have anonymous tips. I'm like, Mike Babchuk just walked in with a beautiful blonde right into his room, and then they start knocking. They realize I'm on top of it, <laughs> completely inflated. Yeah, I mean, that would be an issue. But, yeah, I think you have to bring in something because that's what they're missing. They're missing sex, and they're not used to that at all. All right, how about Nick Wright? Now, he was all over the NBA bubble, and, of course, he's pumped up about the NBA season. My nervousness level for Major League Baseball is, I would say, about a six. And my nervousness (laughs) level for the NFL is about an eight. Higher for the NFL given... Or the number counting. of players, the nature of the game, and the number of human beings you need to run a football team. I am becoming cautiously, exceedingly optimistic that the NBA bubble 
will in fact hold. You have such few players, and because they are able to go to one dedicated site, I think that NBA bubble, it's almost irrelevant, it would appear, and I don't want to be too far ahead, it's almost irrelevant to what, what, what state what it's just in happened? because it's it well, a bubble. I was oh. trying to think of a Oh, that's the wrap-up music. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thank everybody. It's own self-contained unit that seems immune to the world around it. Uh, wrap it up! Wrap it up! Hurry up! We couldn't find a clip without a back time bed. That was amazing. I want to thank and I want to thank my mom and my dad and everybody else and Jared. the producer and I want to thank it. Come and that's on, it, Jared. And then I'm out of here. We could get a better clip. We have to get the one clip that ends right at the music. Obviously, you should be optimistic. It's gonna happen. The bubble. You got zero tests, so it looks like they're doing just fine. Zero tests. What's one thing interesting? Zero positive oh, okay. tests. I should They've say. They've been taking zero, zero tests. We don't know. <laughs> they never even tested. Well, that's how you have everybody, you know, uh, negative. Good job. But that's how it is. There was something interesting on in the bubble. Uh, I guess during a practice, they played Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Right to Party, and they took out the words porno mag. Now, why would they do that? Because oh it's Disney goodness. or because, oh, yeah. Is it Disney or is it because uh. porno mags? Does anyone know what a porno mag is if uh. you're under the age of 20? 30? No, right? Because didn't the internet just take over and make porno magazines obsolete? I mean, who looks at a magazine anymore, right? Oh, I want, and do you miss no, it? I like to watch still shots on the internet. That's my thing. Forget live <laughs> action. I like, I like a good still shot. I like the first third of it. If you got that dial-up modem, just give me the top third. That's all I do. Oh, yeah, dial-up modem, man. That's an old school reference right there. You're still working on that dial-up modem? The porno magazine, you do miss it, though, a little, right? I mean, there was something cool was about an adventure. that. Keep it under your bed. You had to work you for keep it. it in the, my, look, we used to get Playboy to the house. That was like my Hanukkah gift. I got Playboy. It came with discreet packaging. We'd keep it in the bathroom. We'd share it a little bit. And nothing wrong with Aww. that. The sticky pages, the whole deal. <laughs> See, that's father-son bonding. Sharing magazines. Right there. That's what it's all about. Now to Danny Cannell and Steve Torrey. As, um, this topic needs no introduction, so I won't even set it up. Take it away, Danny Cannell. On Dog Day Sports, weekdays starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. But when I did it, I didn't think it was that bad. I told you guys, I was like, it was a little uncomfortable for about five or six seconds. I was expecting oh the worst, and I came out of there thinking, what's the big deal? I was not aware there are two different methods I must have oh. taken the easier one. I mean, I thought it looked like it was a pretty long stick, and I thought it was going pretty far, and I just thought, hey, I'm more what? of a man than everybody else. I can take this. <laughs> There's another one that goes deeper that they, I guess they call the brain scratcher, and that's the one that uh, goes deeper. Well, uh, forgive my stupidity. Why, you know, then, then if, why, if one is easier than the other, what why do this? we need to do the more difficult one? And, I think you know, just it's... like everything, I think it's because – they're so hard to get, you know, wow. like I think where I was, you yeah. take what you can get and at different places, oh, if, boy. you know, they had access to the deeper ones. They were going to use those because I've been walking around saying it's not that bad, but I think I had a different one than most people had. Oh, my. <laughs> <What was that>? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah, yeah, we learned in, some interesting weekends. I know, man. We learned from Danny Cannell. There's Jeez. two different methods. There's shallow and there's deep. So that's something that I, I gotta play that. I gotta play that for the wow. Wife. The brain? What was it? Brain scratcher. The brain scratcher. <laughs> Look out, like, man! Yeah. It is a little uncomfortable, but only for five or six seconds, that's it. and then everything's then fine. You get used to it, and then every. <laughs> And then everything's just fine. So there oh, it is. Wow. Canel takes it deep. Oh, please, man. What do you do with the extra three seconds? That's that's what I want to know. We got a lot more to come on Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. As you're going to hear a story 
that I'm telling you, even I was embarrassed for myself. And I'm not usually embarrassed. And a whole lot more right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. This is Aussie Football Rules America with Eddie Maguire. One of Australia's greatest international stars, Hugh Jackman. Someone invited me when I was first in Melbourne to go and play a game. About five minutes into the game, someone took me out from behind with a shoulder charge. And my first instinct was to get up and deck the guy. My own teammates had to hold me back and say, no, no, that's allowed. Catch new episodes Thursdays at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant or however you stream in the house. Of course, a lot of talk, a lot of talk was about baseball coming back and the NBA bubble. Chatter. But what about football? I mean, are we going to be good to go? I know that in New Jersey they said no more fans. You know, they've already said that for the season. But other places are thinking about some fans, like Texas, and that's where Nick Wright from What's Right weeknights, six p.m. Eastern time. That's where he let off as he talked about maybe getting some fans in the stands. You're not going to be able to find one public health expert that tells you. 50,000 people together at a football game in six weeks, anything other than a potential disaster. You might be able to have 10,000 people there, but the idea, guys, we're not going to hope our way out of this. And by the way, I'm team logic and science, so I'm pro-mask. But I don't think anybody enjoys wearing them. (laughs) And I certainly don't think folks would enjoy wearing them. Hey, you want to sit outside in the Texas sun for four hours wearing a mask? Folks are going to want to be drinking and eating anyway. Well, that's what you got. You got to drink. That's he finally (laughs) hit it. I mean, I don't want to be on the team logic and science and, and all that. I, I Team conspiracy theory seems like way more fun. But if you're at a football <laughs> game, you got to drink. The only good thing about the mask is, like, I think I look better with the mask. Because I think I got some really nice eyes. I got good hair going on right now. So just Yeah, less like less the nose. Face. You know, you got to cover the nose. And then, you know, I got some bad teeth in there. And I got the bad breath. So you're not smelling any of that. Cosmetically, I actually look better with the mask that on. That is true. Your, your nose has spread out more over over. <laughs> Uh, Thank quarantine. you. Quarantine. It seems to be getting. It seems to be going further across your face. <laughs> Something's happening. I think maybe my face is not uh, handling the sun very well because it's growing at a rapid rate. The nose and the ears never stop growing. That's true. Now, why could that be the case with yes. the pecker? I mean, why does that have to stop? Okay. Though? But why? Why does that gotta oh, stop? It never yeah. Start. But I mean, when I'm in the pool, you know, we always know about shrinkage and. You know, people people like to come over to this pool all the time. And on Morning Men Lots this week, oh yeah, Morning Men this week with Evan and Babs, we talked about something that happened where um, I was a little embarrassed. Here we go. That's Morning rare. Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. Joey and his friend and his friend's parents came over. And they're hanging outside, and I give them some Bud Light seltzers, right? And the dad is so annoying. I can't believe my wife allowed this. <laughs> the guy won't shut up, asks me a question, then interrupts my answer. It's one thing if you're talking, you're talking. It's fine. If you're going to ask me a question, can I answer the question? So my wife, I could tell Beth was furious, right? So Beth went inside. I followed her inside. And Beth's right away, like, this guy is so He's effing like an assassin. This <laughs> guy's <laughs> got to effing leave. I'm like, why the hell did you do this? This guy doesn't sh- You asked me a question. Let me answer the question. And Beth's like, and this guy's a creep anyway. He's so bizarre. I was like, oh, how much longer? She's like, ah, about an hour. This is horrible. Then we go back outside. Sorry, I sit down. This oh. guy finally shuts up. I'm like, oh, this is this ain't bad. 
And, you know, he brought cupcakes and stuff. And then he looks through over his son. And he was, again, he's supposed to stay about an hour. And he goes, mm. hey, we're going to get out of here. We got to go. We got to And I said, what about the cupcakes? Uh, uh, Jace, you'll take your cupcake on the road. We got to get out of here. Well, this has worked out great. <laughs> then I hear my baby start to cry. Now, I turned to Beth because my baby was inside. And my baby was crying. And I heard the baby through our baby monitor. Baby. Do you know his oh. name? Baby monitor is set up inside, obviously. The other part is set up outside. So, so you the can guy hear. heard you say? This guy <laughs> sitting there oh, right next no. to the baby monitor. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what did she do? And it was mostly Beth because, I mean, the baby was in the living room. Wait, That's wait, where Beth was standing. Time. You and Most your wife Beth. in the room with the baby monitor on one side and the receiver, in essence, was on the other side. Correct? Correct. Outside. You go inside. We're MF in this guy. Beth was saying even worse things that I won't even repeat. Destroying him. They definitely were on the speaker. You don't have to press a button for it to be on the speaker. It's automatic once it's hooked up. Like I said, all of a sudden I hear the baby cry. I'm like, oh, shit. It's a very basic system. (laughs) (laughs) So that means this guy heard every goddamn word. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah, I do know my baby's name, Eddie. Oh, I know my man. baby's name is Billy. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept saying, my baby. Well, that's my what baby. he is right my now. Until the kid can talk, he's just a baby. He's just a baby. I obviously baby. haven't really bonded with them, but uh, the baby monitor thing, that, that was rough. Now, oh, Curb is going to steal that. Larry <laughs> David's going to use it. Someone else is going to use it. I know that. They're going to they're gonna steal my story just like they stole the last time I had an issue where um, all of a sudden my wife heard porn coming out of my wireless speaker because I had it connected to the Bluetooth while they were outside on the deck with uh, the, another baby, the first baby, and the neighbor. But what do you guys think about this? <laughs> I make amends, and I've been trying to with this guy. I try to talk to him. He seems very bothered by me. I saw him at the baseball game. We made a little progress because I blamed it all on my wife. I said, she's crazy. She's a nut job. I don't know what she's even saying. I disagree with her. So I put it all on my wife, and I'm going to try to get her back to the house. And this time, I'm going to do the reverse baby monitor. I'm going to put out that piece that you can, like, listen in on. Now it's going to be outside, and then I can go inside and hear what they have to say about me. What do you think about that? Do you really want to hear what people think about you when you're not in the room? <laughs> that is my worst nightmare. Do you know how many times people have left emails open in our studio and I would never just search my name because I don't want to know what anyone thinks about me. Don't go oh, down really? that road. From the guy who, when I left my email open, searched I through my email. I search e- my name. I searched Yeah, terms. you look for contract terms <laughs> and you found my contract. Yeah, you know how wrong that is? And you found a bunch of other stuff. It wasn't appropriate. But I didn't search my own right. name. All right, but still, you're in that email. I mean, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you just don't want to know. So maybe I won't do that. Or maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I will. Now, um, a fascinating phone call came into Shine on Sports this week. Listen to this. Champ in New Mexico, our good friends. Adam, I got to ask, man, how'd our girl Maya do in travel ball this past weekend? I love watching Maya play. Oh, no. I love watching her teammates oh, no. play. <laughs> I love it all. I love, love. the highs. Love, I love, love the love. lows. She's loving it, and she's a great teammate, and it's it's just so much fun to watch. Awesome, man. Glad to hear it. I'm Even though, you know, today there might be some good karma because, you know, actually one of the good softball fields in, in, in our town is the at the, the school, the elementary school, mm-hmm. where Babchick's kids go. 
So I feel like it's a, a, a like a pseudo home game for Maya playing on Joey Babchek's field. They're gonna have a Joey Babchek, you know, statue outside the outside the stadium when it's all said and done. Did you see how Joey made it to first? Oh my! I was listening. I was dying. I was dying. I was dying. dying. The video, the video on Twitter is hilarious, man. Dying. Babs, that dude is something else. I love him. Dying, dying, dying. He actually, that was it. Dying. He passed after that. <laughs> no, poor Adam Shine. But we caught Adam Shine in a lie. Because the guy's like, you see how Joey ran the first? And then Adam Shine's like, I was listening. I was I was dying. I was like, no, it's a video. You didn't even see it. You got to watch the video. You got to check it out at Babcheck on Twitter. When it started out, I wondered why you were playing a Shine clip with him talking about his child, and then it turned. Oh, obviously. Oh, Joey Babchik. It took yeah, a Joey Babchik had to get a mention. <laughs> like, why are we playing this clip? Oh, oh, oh there we go. Oh, it's about Mike. I care about Once <laughs> again, <laughs> once again, Babs's kid is running late to it's the game. You think I care about Shine's kids? I mean, come on. No. <laughs> come on now. I don't. Uh, so there it is. All right, so, uh, yeah, and Joey Babchik wearing the black pants in 90 degrees uh, summer heat. So not exactly ideal. Terrible parents. That's what you learn. It's all about the parents. Now time for my favorite part of the show. It's the Mad Dog Mess of the Week. I cannot get into DeChambeau as they, as far as the day, as, as, as long as the day is long. Uh, day is, uh, what's the expression? I just can't get into him. Uh, I will have nothing to do Wait, with him uh, the, the rest of this season or beyond. As far as the day and as long as the long is the is the day is is the long is the longest day. It's the longest yard, actually. Great movie. <laughs> the, the longest. Uh, the longest. One. But he hates Bryson DeChambeau. Oh man, oh, he's goodness. bothered by the fact that a golfer. Golf, golf is exciting. I hate it. I a hate golfer it. found a way to shorten the course, and he can't stand him. I don't do that. That's <laughs> cheating. Well, no, that's just he's good. He's just better at it than you are. Hey, Happy listen, Gilmore is bad for the tour. You gotta use every club in your bag. Ah, uh, well, listen, I'm. I'm as long as the day is long and as short as the short is long. So there's that. Once again, an adequate episode of Mike Babchick's Morning After with Eddie Erickson. We got through oh, yeah, No technical difficulties. <laughs> so, I mean, we're flying right now. Eddie Erickson, producer Mad Dog Unleashed, and Alex Hardy, producer of Brick at Night with JT. We thank you, and we'll do it again <laughs> real soon. Real, I mean, will Alex Hardy be back? Maybe. You never know. Maybe. I mean, I know Eddie's going to be back. Will Alex be back? I don't know. You never know. We're going to find out, damn it. Now, that's a good tease. Until next week on Mike Babchick's Morning After, hit me up on Twitter at Babchick and you tell me what you want to hear all week long. And you know what time it is. It's time to get my weekend on. Yeah. (laughs) This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.